mommy saw me for the very first time and she says, well, where did, your hair looks nice, but it looks like you got a bunch of worms sticking out of it. <laughs> I said, well, you know what, mommy? Those worms aren't moving. We're good. <laughs> This is Hair, How I Grew It, a show where sisters talk about their hair-raising natural hair journeys. I'm host and producer, Drake Hill Burns. I've been sporting my natural for more than a decade, but the road to getting here wasn't easy. My story reflects the hair struggles sisters have faced since our enslaved ancestors were brought to America in the 1600s, and their African hair and identity were stripped away. As we commemorate the 400-year anniversary of that painful history, Hair, How I Grew It, features Black women from all walks of life who have chosen to wear their natural crowns in a culture that promotes straight hair. On today's show, I interview my sister from another mista, Este Irby. I wanted to talk to Este because she's my natural and silver hair twin. Like me, she has coarse, very tight, coily curls. But unlike me, she's a natural newbie. After relaxing her hair for nearly 30 years, she stopped chemically treating it about two years ago, which I did not see coming. But what surprised me even more was her decision to stop dying. She got her first gray strand before she was a teenager, so coloring had been a part of her life for years. I was 12 or 13 and it was on the sides I, they were white on the side so I would dye my hair wow well, were you freaking out when you saw them that early no because my mother prematured early as well as her siblings so because gray hair prematured early on my mother's side of the family I wasn't surprised that I ended up getting gray hair a little early I just wasn't prepared to embrace it as early as my mother Oh, well, how old does she embrace it? Uh, she's been gray um, a long, 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 long time. Long time, long time. And hers is beautiful white, actually. Hers is white. Mine is more gray um, and, and black and gray. Then my, my mother is just white hair. It's beautiful. But she started early as well. Like I said, her siblings too. So it was, she was in high school when, her, when she started graying. Like noticeably gray. And then, yeah, very noticeably gray. Born in Panama, Este was an army brat. By age nine, she had lived in Central America and several states in the U.S. During those years, her mom didn't straighten her or her younger sister's hair. After her dad retired from the military, Este's family settled in her mom's hometown of Buford, South Carolina, when she was in the eighth grade. And that's when she experienced what many in the African-American community considered a rite of passage for young black girls starting adolescence. I think for my perm, my mother put it in, and it was called a kitty kit. Okay, so it was, perm was called kitty kit, and it's a was a really light perm for kids' hair. And how was that experience for you? Did it burn? Was it uncomfortable? 
No, not at all. It was fine. Not a not a problem. Mama did a great job, and you know we'd have to stand over this um, on a chair and bend over in the sink and get your hair rinsed out, and um, sit down and comb it through, roll it up, condition it. She did all of that. She was really good. Este didn't fuss much over her hair growing up. In fact, she doesn't remember if she asked to get a perm. Whatever mom did was fine with her. As long as my hair looks nice, I don't care what you do. As long as my hair looks nice. Well, what kind of... I was that girl. What kind of... When you say nice, what for a kid, what was that to you? My hair was always in, my hair was always in place. It was not a strand out of place. It didn't matter if it was in ponytails uh, pigtails. It didn't matter. I wore little Afro puffs. As long as my hair looked nice, I didn't really care. At this point in the interview, Este schooled me on curls and brown paper bags, something she used to do to save money. I get brown paper bag for, you know, when we were young, we used a brown paper bag to cover our books, and that dates us, but back in the day when we were in school, brown paper bag to obviously carry your groceries, brown paper bag for that trifling brown paper bag test, you know, wear light skin, dark skin, horrible, horrible thing, but brown paper bag to curl your hair, I'm going to need you to break that down, because I never heard of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So what you do is you actually take brown paper bags that you would get from the grocery store and you would cut it into strips. And the strips can be long or short. And you would use those strips in place of a roller. And you would literally roll your hair on those strips. And then you would tie the two ends and your hair, the paper bag strips stay in place. After sleeping on the paper strips, Este would wake up the next morning with curls. She also used plastic rollers, bobby pins, and her fingers to curl her hair. She even had a jerry curl briefly when it was popular. Then during her final high school years, Este went back to the relaxer, but no more kitty perms. We graduated to dark and lovely. And I would always get the super because I always had thick hair. So I was like, oh, yeah, I got to make sure my edges are laid down. The back of my hair is nice. The whole nine. So I ended up learning how to put my own perm in. And she or a student she trusted continued to do it in college. I know you as someone, and this is a compliment, but very frugal. I mean, you can stretch a penny, honey. So I say that to say <laughs> you're in school, you know, nobody has anybody at school. And even though I'm sure you found inexpensive relaxers, it's still a buck or two you could have saved. So why did you continue to straighten it? I mean, you could have just saved some money and gone natural then. Uh, that, I, at that point in time, I really wasn't thinking about that. That was not on my mind about going natural. I just wanted my hair. I, I could, you know, save up some dollars. I worked while I was in school. So I was able to say, okay, this is my one treat to myself. And to this day, that's the same philosophy that I have. My hair is my one treat to myself. I don't do anything else. No, I don't get my nails done. I don't get, um, I don't do a massage or anything like that. But I will make sure that I go to the salon and treat myself 
every two weeks. Okay. And at that time, treating yourself meant, I mean, because you said natural wasn't, issue, wasn't in your thoughts. So it was about, still about straight hair. Yeah. Straight hair, just manageable, just something for me to work with. Um, just never dawned on me. Oh, I could just go with an Afro. No, it just, I just never, never crossed my mind. You're listening to Hair, How I Grew It. I'm host and producer, Drake Kilburns. Today, I'm talking to my sister from another Mista, Este Irby. After college graduation, Este eventually started working as an accountant and stopped doing her own relaxers. She went to the salon every four to six weeks for touch-ups. A touch-up is when you apply the relaxer to new hair growth that hasn't been chemically straightened. In between salon visits, she washed her hair herself. I met Este when we were both living in the Washington, D.C. metro area in the early 2000s, and we clicked immediately. Este's hair was thick, long, black, and past her shoulders. Then, after a decade of friendship, she shocked the hell out of me. I'm looking at this Halle Berry cut, the cut she made famous back in the day. You know, Este done cut off all her hair. Hair is gray and stunning. (laughs) And I mean, was what was going on? Was there some kind of personal thing? I mean, are you just why did you take the step? Just happened to go to the salon to get some uh, a rinse put in my hair, and um, I had a bad reaction. And I told the young lady, "You've got to rinse this out because this is not working. This is not right. I've had too many um, opportunities to have my hair with a rinse, and I've never felt every individual pore on my scalp open up." So she rinsed it out and I stopped getting rinses after that. I figured one, I had a bad reaction and two, every time I would get a rinse two days later, you could see my gray hair. And I've had, you know, from red to brown to black, I've always had some form of color so that you could never tell that I was gray. And then I was just like, it's time to embrace it. Just give it up. And I think by that time I hadn't quite yet turned 40. And I was like, mm, this has got to go. You're just going to have to fall, you know, wherever the chips may fall. This is what it's going to be like. And I prayed, I prayed. I remember saying, Lord, please, when I go gray, please do not make me look old. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people, when they go gray, they age years. But thankfully, he heard my plea and my prayer. And that was not the case. If anything, I think it actually made me look younger when I stopped putting color well, in and my I hair. Think- and then I was like, cut That's, it. That was my next point. So the gray and the cut mm-hmm. came together. Yes, they did. I was like, oh, let's just go get rid of it. We're just, it's at this point, what are you going to do? You're just going to embrace it. Why are you fighting nature? At this, I mean, it's just a waste. It was a waste of money too. Okay. I have a fantastic hairstylist. I've been with her for, oh, nine years now. I think this is the ninth year. And one of the things that uh, she, you know, works on with us is about hair care and, you know, really understanding the type of hair that we have. And so over the course of the years with her, I've been getting a relaxer and then eventually we transitioned from going, you know, every six weeks to three times, four times a year. And that was it. And so then, we decided, okay, we'll just go natural. So I've been natural for some time, but one of the things that I was doing while I was in the natural hair phase is that I was having my hair blow dried out 
and flat iron so that I could have spikes. And so um, it just so happened that my stylist was going out for surgery. And I was like, so what are we going to do about my hair? So she said, well, I said, it'll be fine. I said, well, it's not going to have spikes. I said, you know what? This is what we're going to do. Since we were already, you know, I said, let's just work with the natural girl that I have. So that's what we started doing. You're listening to Hair, How I Grew It. I'm host and producer, Drake Heel Burns. Back to my guest, Este Irby, after a short break. Today, Este sports a close fade on the sides with a short coily mohawk on top. She loves it. And her family? And we know what mama said. She said I look like a bunch of worms, which is just so hilarious. It makes me laugh. Um, but having said that, your mom is from the low country. Your dad is Puerto Rican. Was he actually, was he born in Puerto Rico? No, he was born in um, New York. Okay. But still, there's still that cultural difference in perspective. I mean, has he been more open to your look? Well, my dad could care less as long as my hair is not shorter than his. That's his motto. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> right. <laughs> what about the most important man in your life? Your son, my nephew, David. Oh, yeah. My son loves it. Um, he is very, he doesn't like, he, now he does not like wigs. And he doesn't like to see me with my hair black. He really likes to see my hair gray. He says, Mom, I think you're really pretty with your gray hair. Don't do any coloring. Don't put on nothing. You know, don't put on a black wig. This is not you. It doesn't look natural. I was like, oh, you're so sweet. But I'm going to rock a wig. (laughs) Which she does along with braids sometimes. Why have you named your wigs? What's that about? Uh, I just think. It's a part of my character. I mean, every car that I've owned has a name. Yeah. How's Grace doing, by the way? Grace is 14 and she's still holding on. (laughs) So it really shouldn't surprise you that I would name my wig. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. And they're what? Shirley and Eve, if I remember correctly. What does Shirley look like? What does Shirley look like? Shirley is short and curly. Um, and it's like brown and um, brown, black, red, blonde. It's real light. So it looks, it just totally changes my whole look. But that's Shirley. She's short. And then I have Eve. Eve is the one that I take on vacation from time to time. So that if I want to change up my look, I can. Single and dating, Este often turns heads. A lot of men will like, especially on uh, the shape up, you know, it just looks nice. It's clean, clean cut. And then, you know, with my coils, they're just like, oh, I really like your hair. And some of them are like, I'm not trying to hit on you. Just want to say your hair looks really nice. I'm like, thanks. I'll make sure my stylist knows. I'll tell them. I am her advertisement. So they're like, okay, okay. Well, if you ever need a borrower, I need somebody. Okay. But for the most part, I mean, I have had all kinds of conversations with my, because of my hair. But for the most part, and then I'll say, well, how old are you? And then I'll say, well, you don't really look, you look younger. And so I'm very thankful that my gray hair has not aged yeah, me. 48 and rocking, honey.
Love Any it. natural hair doubts? You're into year two here. How are you feeling? Um, I think we're in a good place because I'm still learning about the different products that makes uh, my hair, my coils stretch. Because at one point in time, there was a whole lot of shrinkage, but I didn't have enough moisture in my hair and I wasn't providing it with enough uh, with good conditioner. And, and really good oil base. So I, I I think we're in a good place. I It's really convenient. Get up and go. It's really, really convenient. I really have enjoyed embracing um, my natural hair. And tell me this, a final message to those considering going natural. It's a process. Everyone's hair type is totally different. So what works for one person that you may know may not work for you. And you have to be open to the fact that you're going to have to experiment to figure out what works best for your hair. And just, you know, be patient. Definitely be patient because it doesn't happen overnight. You envision that your your natural hair is going to look one way and then reality sinks in and it doesn't look anything like what you thought it was supposed to be. Remember me talking about the brown paper bag rollers with Estee? Well, after our conversation, I couldn't let it go. So I Googled them. Turns out there are several posts about curling hair with brown paper bags. And at Estee's urging, I also asked my mother about them because Estee was sure she'd know. Here's my mom on speakerphone, so she may be a little hard to hear. I have never used it on my hair other people I know have used it, and it does work. So how long have you known about it? It's over the, many, many years. Because I'm 76, so maybe 50 years ago. So it's just something your generation did? No, not my generation. These, those children just got into it, and they just rolled up the paper and put the hair on it and rolled the hair and tied it. Shortly after that, I found out that someone else I know used to use brown paper bag rollers. Please tell me I am not in the minority on this. If you've never heard of them either, tweet me at hair how I grew it. Here's Estee's hair care routine. She goes to a stylist every other week to have her hair washed, conditioned, and cut. And in between visits, she washes and conditions it herself. She also uses a whitener to prevent her gray hair from turning green or yellow. And once a month, she applies a hot oil treatment. Estee doesn't have any product recommendations because as a natural hair newbie, she's still trying to figure out what products work best for her. Thank you, Estee, for sharing your natural hair journey with me and for the laughs. I'm sure you've guessed by now that she is a hot mess, one of the many reasons I love her. And thank you for listening. I'm host and producer, Drake Hill Burns. Follow Hair How I Grew It on Instagram at Keep It Nat. Tweet me at Hair How I Grew It and tell me what you think of the show. Also, if you're a sister who wants to tell your natural hair story, tweet me. And who knows, I could be asking you how you grew it. Until next time, 
keep it natural.